Lecture Topic 26th Ramadan After Tharawi Bismillahirrahmanirrahim When the death of Hazrat Jabir bin Zaid Rahmatullahi approached somebody asked Do you wish for anything? He replied I wish to meet Hassan referring to Hassan Basri Rahmatullahi When Hassan Basri Rahmatullahi arrived the people informed him Hazrat Jabir said Brother this is the time for my departure I do not know whether it is towards Jannah or Jahannam Hazrat Tamim Dari Rahmatullah says that Allah Ta'ala tells Malakul Maut go to my certain friend and bring his soul I have tested him in both happiness and sorrow he has passed successfully as I desired Allah says, I have tested him in both happiness and sorrow. He has passed successfully as I desired. Both are tests. Happiness is also a test. And sorrow is also a test. Prosperity is a test and poverty is also a test. And sometimes prosperity is a greater test than poverty. Many a person in poverty his heart turns towards Allah Ta'ala. Though it is a very big test in many ways, Allah forbids some in poverty, turn the other way around as well, due to the weakness of Iman. Many a person turns to Allah Ta'ala. And in prosperity, there is a greater likelihood of a person forgetting Allah Ta'ala, unless he is keeping very strongly on his Iman, in the right company. Otherwise this becomes a greater test. Abu Darda was probably it was his, his statement he says fasabarna. we were tested with adversity we bore it patiently now he's talking about something from his level what his level was we can't get anywhere close to it and then he says falam nasbir. we were then tested with ease and prosperity we did not make sabr meaning we didn't manage to handle it correctly what he is claiming about he didn't manage to handle it correctly that is far superior than all our correct handling of things some little maybe the standard came a little bit lower or whatever which he is referring to but the point was the message that both were tested the adversity, the difficulties, there was a test and the ease was also a test and the ease is sometimes a far greater test in any case Allah Ta'ala says that I have tested him both in both happiness and sorrow he has passed successfully as I desired bring him so that he may be relieved from the difficulties of this world Malakul Maut comes to him with 500 angels all of them come with the shrouds of Jannah in their hands they hold a bouquet of sweet basil Rehan, which is made up of 20 different colors and in each color there is a different fragrance amongst the things they bring with them is a white silken cloth from which the fragrance of musk emits Malakul Maud sits at his head side while the rest of the angels gather around him they place their hands on all parts of his body this 
aspect of the angels coming and sitting around a person they were those personalities who saw it while they were still some life was left in them they were already leaving dunya they already saw it umar bin abdul aziz rahmatullah alayhi was known as the fifth of the khulafaa rashidin very very great personality and his piety was really of a very high level and coming from royalty but he gave up all that royalty when he was appointed the khalifa and he lived a life of extreme austerity and when the time came for his to him to leave this world he was passing away so he his family was sitting around his son others were sitting around so he gave them some nasihat and after giving them that nasihat he said now please leave so perhaps they might have still been wondering what to do he said please leave the others coming in now and their numbers are increasing and these people are neither insan nor jinn and they are coming in so please make way for them so they quickly all left they left the room because now he is instructing it that please leave so they left the room and after a short while they heard silence they came in he had passed away and he was covered in a cloth that was not even there and he was completely covered like a person would after his passing away be covered with a cloth whereas nobody was in that room when they left him in the room he was still alive he told them to leave but when they left and after a while came back they find him already having left this world and he's covered in a cloth this was what he was talking about that people are coming in and their numbers are increasing and more and more are coming in so please leave make way for them and he also said they are neither insan nor jinn they were the malaika these malaika who had come to take the ruh malakul maut sits at his head side while the rest of the angels gather around him they place their hands on all parts of his body the silken cloth is then placed under his chin and a door of jannah is opened in front of his eyes he is entertained and diverted by the many new fascinating things of jannah like the household folk will divert a crying child's attention towards different things at times the damsels of jannah are brought forward at times the fruit of jannah and at times the excellent clothing in short different bounties of jannah are brought forward the damsels of jannah jump with joy viewing the scene his soul in the body palpitates and throbs like an animal would flutter to come out of a cage malakul mo tells him o oh blessed soul come towards thornless low trees leaves of bananas spacious and wide shade and flowing waters these are some of the ayat of surah waqia fi sidr mahdud wa talh mamdud wa dhill mamdud wa ma'in masqub faqihah katira la maqtu'ati wa la mamnu'a wa furush marfu'a all the various ni'mats of jannat which allah tala mentioned in surah waqia this is a reference to those ayat malakul maut speaks to him in such a soft tone as a mother would speak to her child because he knows that this soul is a favorite of allah tala 
he approaches the soul very kindly so that Allah Ta'ala may become pleased with him with the way that Malakul Maut is dealing with him the soul comes out of the body so easily as hair is taken out of dough when the soul is extracted all the angels greet it and extend to him the glad tidings of entry into Jannah the Quran Sharif has mentioned it in this manner those whom the angels cause to die in the state of purity and if he is amongst the favorite servants then it is mentioned with regards to him in Surah Waqiyah then if he is amongst the near one if he is amongst the near ones there shall be rest satisfaction and a garden of delight for him this is the ayat of the Quran Sharif فَأَمَّا إِنْ كَانَ مِنَ الْمُقَرَّبِينَ فَرُوحُ وَرِحَانُ وَجَنَّةُ نَعِيمٌ When the soul leaves, it addresses the body. May Allah Ta'ala grant you the best of rewards. You were quick in obeying Allah Ta'ala. You avoided disobeying Allah Ta'ala. May this day be a blessed day for you. You have saved both yourself and myself the punishment. The body addresses the soul and it gives this message or rather the soul addresses the body and it says to it that you have been saved, I have been saved otherwise we would have both been in this torment of the punishment the body then addresses the soul in the very same manner at the time of separation the portion of earth whereupon he is to make excessive ibadah cries The heavenly doors through which his deeds used to ascend and sustenance used to descend also weep. Thereafter five hundred angels gather, gather around the deceased. When those bathing him turn him from side to side, the angels quickly turn him. And before the people can enshroud him with a kafan, they quickly enshroud him with the kafan they brought. Before the people can apply ether upon him, they quickly apply that perfume upon him which they brought. They then form a line on both sides from the door of his home till the grave. They welcome him with the dua and seek forgiveness on his behalf. Looking at the spectacle, Shaitan cries so loud that his bones begin to break. He says to his army, may you be destroyed. How did he escape you? They replied, he was protected. Thereafter, Malakul Maud takes his soul and proceeds upwards. Hazrat Jibreel welcomes him with 70,000 angels. These angels give him glad tidings from the side of Allah Ta'ala. Thereafter, Malakul Maud takes him to the throne of Allah Ta'ala. Reaching there, the soul falls into sajda. Allah Ta'ala says, Take my servant's soul to the thornless load trees and clusters of bananas. In dunya, somebody is given some honor, guard of honor, somebody is given some title, dunya title, these things are given great importance, people feel very, very elated about it, very honored by it. Something that is within the limits of sharia, something that's got nothing, it's nothing out of line, well and good. But these are all very, very temporary things. That is, if it has any substance in it to start off with, it's very, very temporary. And what honor is this really? 
Because this world is perishable, everything in the world is perishable. But subhanallah, this honor, this honor which every single person who has obeyed Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala, lived his life in a way that Allah ta'ala becomes pleased, the struggle against the nafs that he undertook, that mujahada he made, he suppressed and crushed those haram temptations. So all that didn't go in vain. Each time that he was now crushing those temptations, there was a pain that he was now undertaking on his heart for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. So all that wasn't going in vain. People undertake great amount of pain just to be given some kind of title and some kind of honor in dunya. So this pain on the heart for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, so that Allah Ta'ala becomes pleased, all that was not in vain. And when Allah becomes pleased, then a person has everything. Then his dunya will become a place of peace as well. And the real is, thing is the akhirat. Now at the time when he leaves dunya, Allah Ta'ala grants him this honor. This is only the start of the honor. The real honor is thereafter further to come. So this is what we have to aspire for. This is what we have to work for. This is we have to make this effort for. Dunya, dunya is a place of effort. Dunya is not a place of rest. We will have our rest. As human beings, we are insan. But the concept of dunya is not about rest. Otherwise, many times the whole concept of dunya becomes working from one holiday to the next. Meaning a person lives for the holidays. But now in order to have the holiday, he has to work. So that becomes the mindset. Person hasn't returned from one holiday, he's already planning the next. So now, that is not what the purpose of dunya is. Person took a break somewhere, provided it was within the limits of Sharia. Different matter. But the point is, that's not the purpose of life. That's not what he aspires for, that he must have some kind of exotic holidays here and there and everywhere. That's not what his heart is yearning for. His attention is towards the akhirat. Dunya, say, dunya to kaam ki jaga hai, mehnat ki jaga. Khabar, sone ki jaga. Or jannat, bazaur aane ki jaga. Dunya is a place of effort. Sleep in the khabar. And place of enjoyment is jannat. So Allah Ta'ala, his, those who obey Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala makes that dunya also a place of peace and serenity for them. And cover also already where the bounties of Jannah are already experienced. And then tremendous bounty on the day of Qiyamah under the shade of the Arsh of Allah Ta'ala. And then everlasting Jannah Allah Ta'ala take us all. Allah Ta'ala give us a tawfiq that we together with whatever efforts that we get the tawfiq to make, Alhamdulillah Allah Ta'ala's blessing this is. But the very important thing, and this is what's required to be done in these Mubarak moments, to change our focus, to redirect our attention. Otherwise sometimes the amal will continue, but something else comes in the way and everything is gone in a different direction. Why? Because the redirection, that didn't happen. The amal took place, but the mindset hasn't changed yet. The mindset needs to change, the mindset needs to become focused towards the akhirat. Allah Ta'ala give us the prophet. Subhanallah, bihamdi, subhanakallah, bihamdi.